When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's just not the way I thought things were going to go. I was going to graduate high school, get my degree in my engineering. I know I didn't do it. It is a shocking scene for Hanover High teachers today. The vandal spray painted obscene images on 27 cars. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone thinks I did it. Everyone. <laughs> Dylan definitely did it. Of course he did it. The evidence, it's overwhelming. Yes, that is uh, a uh, comedy, American Vandal, a great satire that got pretty well ignored. Netflix, uh, I think I should watch it on Netflix, yeah. Uh, Sometime Amazon. It got ignored uh, pretty much in the Emmy nominations. I did, I believe it did get a writing nomination for comedy, but uh, it's 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 a great put down of making of a murderer. The uh, the the much honored thing about the guy who got either set up or didn't get set up in uh, Wisconsin. In Wisconsin is my favorite show of the year. Although it could have been about five episodes. Because all right, here's the deal. Because it guy, went eight, this, right? This guy went eight. Yeah. The guy, uh, what, what, Dylan, Dylan <laughs> is accused of drawing penises, large penises on 27 faculty cars. <laughs> and the reason they suspect him is because he's a known penis drawer. He's he, yeah, he doodles, like, yes. Like when the teacher, no, when the teacher leaves the room, oh, he'll I go see. up and write right. something. But one of his defenses was that he, Drew his penises were drawn in a very different manner than the ones in the car, <laughs> and that was, I mean, okay, it's about a five week joke. I'll admit it's probably not an eight week joke, but it was a uh, it was a great. What joke. you're saying is he was more specific in detail, detail than yes, the ones than the yes, crime that was yes, actually committed. Yes, and and we found out later on that I, I don't want to give it away. No, but Dylan, don't ruin it for Dylan people. Dylan was not the villain, but. Uh, I was thinking, I was looking at all the uh, Emmy <laughs> Emmy uh, nominations today. Fantastic stuff. Netflix got more nominations than HBO. But out there in the great listening audience, do you people realize when you go home at night and you have nothing to do, how fortunate you are with modern television and all the options that mm-hmm. exist? Netflix, Amazon. Hulu, Hulu, yeah, uh, the bride, and then uh, we we have the 
cable channels, which are not as valuable as they used to be, but HBO, Stars, not so much the movies, but the series they do. Well, and you can subscribe to HBO. You can just get yes. HBO now as a package yes. without actually having HBO on your cable. Yeah, it's uh, it's astounding what what is out there. And it's and at times it's annoying because the, the only thing the bride and I ever watch together is if we get into a series, you know. Now, American Vandal, I didn't even bother to. I was going to say, that I, I don't even, picture her. I that, didn't even that bother to tell her about it. She'd just hear me in there howling and not knowing what I was laughing about. But, well, you know, we get involved in series and we'll watch those together and they take up some time. But 1955, you, you know how hard this is for me to fathom? 1955, Fulda, Minnesota, we get about the seventh TV in town, a black and white Philco, one station. Oh, my goodness. K-E-L-O in Sioux Falls, and my old man had a tower high enough to knock down an airplane to <laughs> suck her in, and you'd still get snow half the time. One channel, and it signed off at 1130, I think, maybe midnight, It. It's you had mm-hmm. test pattern from it had test pattern from noon midnight to six in the morning, and what would they would what do, was the appointment show for well, the fam? We, we had CBS, so we never even had NBC. We never had the Tonight Show. Okay, mm-hmm. but what they would do there is if ABC or somebody had a real popular show. They would run it at ten thirty at night. They could. They would. Yeah, because they were the only. Oh, they're only they the only game in town, I so suppose. I yeah. suppose ABC'd give them a deal to run it, or, or NBC'd give them and a deal to run it. And it didn't compete with what, no, at the no, time no, when they ran CBS it. No, yeah. CBS primetime. And, and all we had was cowboys, you know, sitcoms, where, you know, half hour, not sitcoms, I mean, uh, uh, cowboys. Westerns. Westerns. Westerns, 57, 8, 9, 60, basically, either half hour or hour long westerns, one after another. And I love Cowboys as much as the next guy, but I uh, didn't. And now, the opportunity to uh, watch wonderful uh, television. And just think of the improvement in this decade when net, with Netflix. I mean, Netflix, 10 years ago, weren't they still mailing you this they stuff? Were, you they were. They were. Yep. Yeah. In fact, I found three of them the other day. <laughs> no wonder I got charged. I was <laughs> I was uh, cleaning something out in the following. You, know, you gave me an image, and uh, just knowing that the prankster and the bleepster that you are, wouldn't it be fun to interrupt those uh, those continuing Western themes in Fulda, Minnesota, in the mid fifty, mid to late fifties with uh, here's Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, right. You know? well, that would have been a <laughs> might have thrown the folks a little hey, curveball. As I've told you guys, my poor departed, long ago departed, way too young mother. Mm-hmm. Didn't think Liberace was gay. She just thought he was flamboyant. <laughs> we were a little naive right. on the subject back then. She thought, oh, he's a, you know, he's a the, great the, dresser. Her bridge club would have been mortified to find out that Liberace liked boys better than girls. It would have been mortified. And by the way, a show that we got to watch oh, every week, every, I think it was only a half hour. But uh, uh, I mean, the highlight of the week was watching Hit Parade on Saturday nights. It was a half hour of the top songs of the week done by a cast 
of this. So they had like four singers, Rosemary Clooney and Snooky Lanson. I can't remember who they are. But Big Bad John was on the top five or whatever it was every week for 50 weeks. And they would, one or the other of them would do their version of Big Bad John every week. Wow. You'd have to do it. And, you know, there'd be, I don't know, you think, John, you think they did 10 songs? I don't think I, they did. Maybe if top 10, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, but, yeah. But they were the same, you know, yeah. week after week, nine of them would be the same, you know. And they'd have to and, have the house singer sing yeah, the, the house, song. And the How long was the singers, show? Was it an hour long? I think it was only a half hour. Half hour? I mean, maybe it was an hour. I was going to say, they did 10 songs. My mom and... wouldn't have missed Hit Parade for... <laughs> For her own wedding, for God's sakes. And now you guys get all of this. It's uh, it's incredible, the, uh, the amount of uh, wonderful television. These are the good old days, by the way. Yeah, I was you interested know. in you saying, uh, when I grew up, the same thing in Bismarck, we only had an NBC and a CBS okay. station, so no ABC station. Mm-hmm. They would take the hit ABC shows uh, Wednesday night at 10.30, yeah. one of the channels. Yeah. Would put on. I remember that only because you remember the show Combat with Vic Morrow? Oh, sure, yeah. But I was... Eight years old, one of my favorite shows, mm-hmm. and my mom would let me stay up whatever the watch night it was on, and yeah. let me watch combat on you know, yes. the wrong channel. Yeah. The, well, the uh, what was the Ed Burns? Ed Burns, Kooky, Kooky. Uh, what was the name of that? Sun, one? Uh, that had to be an ABC show because I remember yeah. watching that at ten thirty at night. Seventy-seven Sunset Strip. Seventy-seven Sunset Strip. I think our I think our folks. I think my mom thought that was a little risky. I don't know if she let us watch it. <laughs> the guy snapped his fingers yeah. and he had long hair, so uh, it was. Uh, and there were scantily clad gals for the time. But anyway, uh, Emmy Awards out, all kinds of great stuff. Fantastic. I, I realize how few of the many uh, hit, hit the, like The Crown, which everybody loved and stuff like that. I haven't watched it, but uh, the, the Emmy nominees came out. And uh, I am amazed at the wonderful amount of uh, television that's available. circle. Brian Dozier, three home runs in four games, hitting 400 now for about, uh, what, uh, two weeks? So what's new, huh? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. this is what he do. About that time, he starts to heat up. Now, Bruno used to be this way, except with Bruno, you never knew it was going to be the first half or the second half. Uh, you knew he was going to be, when the year was over, he'd hit 252 with uh, 28 home runs and 80 RBIs. You just didn't know how he was going to get there. Mm-hmm. But with Dozier, it's, uh, you know... It's, it's kind you know. of the same thing with Dozier, though. Didn't, didn't he have a couple of years ago where he had a really bad or really good first half and then he cooled I, off in the second half? I can't remember that. I don't think so. I think he always is, it kind of came on uh, well, Maybe it was the year he made the All-Star You, you know what I think it yeah. is? Mississippi. He's a Mississippi guy, man. Yeah. He likes the heat. He like Today, this is... Let's go out and have a picnic weather for a guy who grows up mm-hmm. in Mississippi, right? In the middle of summer, yeah. he gets loose and goose and uh, starts uh, starts feeling good, seeing the ball, and uh, when he gets on top of that fastball. Now, it's a little late this year. He started a little earlier last year, right? Didn't he? he was, yeah, I recall. think it was like the first two months he was terrible last year and then started hitting. So he's a little behind the pace. But here's what's going to happen. They're going to trade him. 
And they're probably going to get a market now. If Milwaukee's interested, Boston's got to be interested. They don't have Pedroia. But we'll, Dodgers have to be interested. If they don't get wherever he goes, he's going to hit 14 home runs in two months, right? Sure. Yeah, you know, 15 <laughs> home runs. And every time he hits one, Twins fans are going to say, how can they trade Dozier? But the same Twins fans who are now saying, they have to trade Dozier. Right? Don't you think, though, because I was thinking about this this morning, Obviously, the market will develop, and I, I don't disagree with you. I think it will, but it most likely will develop more after Machado is moved. Yes. Because there's going to be a lot of teams that view Dozier as their secondary option. And if Machado isn't moved till close to the deadline, mm-hmm. which in all well, likelihood that might. Some teams are going to get, you know, they're just going to say the Orioles, you can't talk to them, and they're going to move on. You know, I don't think they'll all hang till the last minute. True. It'll you know end where up being Machado's going, don't you? The Yankees. Yankees. Yes. He's going to the Yankees. And they'll give up the Andahar kid. Eventually, they'll give up the Andahar kid. They probably not don't want to do it now, and they'll give him a couple other guys. And, uh, you know, he's going to the Yankees. you got to tighten up that lineup a yeah, little right. bit, man. It's got to got to get a little another bat in the lineup. Imagine he's, that team with him in the middle of it. Now, when he get when they get him there... And they win the World Series, and he has two great months. Then do the Yankees change their new financial, I wouldn't call it discipline, but they I don't even think they're over the escrow, are they? I think they are. Well, they got some young guys that they, they haven't had to pay Judge yet. They haven't had to pay Sanchez yet. True, but they, they have Stanton's contract on them. Yes. They're still paying Ellsbury a lot of money, yeah. and he's not playing. But what I... What, What's going to happen is they're going to win a World Series. They're going to get Machado. They're going to win a World Series. Then they're going to give him $250 million. It'll be just like old that. It'll be just like old times, right? The, uh, the Steinbrenners. No, it'll be Steinbrenner. But he's Are they still go paying there. A-Rod, by the way? But Was that done last year? Is that this still this year? A-Rod's contract. I think he's done. He is. I okay. think he's done. They, they had a settlement there at the end. But Dozier, uh, the... There's, there's still, they're still not going to get what people would expect to get, right? Because they're unrealistic. There will be somebody that's going to say, "Oh, and that's all they got was this." That's all they got. They've got two yeah. prospects, uh, you know, one pitcher who you can use now, and some other players. And sometimes you never know because sometimes you can trade out Francisco Liriano and get, and then Eduardo Escobar yes, and think yes. that he's just a bit player, and now he's your everyday third baseman. All right, Pat, what is the tax number in baseball currently? Do you know off? 189, I thought. So they're at 178. Yeah. Uh, and that's, it, yeah, they're well under. So that's with Giancarlo's 25, Masahiro Tanaka's 22. Yeah, well, what are they paying, Judge? And Chapman 17. Judge is way down here. He's making 650. Yeah. So, But they got 22 they, they, for at Ellsbury. At the end of this year, when they do the cut, yeah, he's got to be almost, he's probably not almost done yet he's still got they gave him like a seven-year deal i believe uh the trouble is when you you got to try to get judge early right so all of a sudden that number goes from six hundred and fifty thousand to uh 20 million (laughs) you know for five years and then to take away one year of his free agency so you know what else they're gonna get machado are they gonna pay hicks He's been really good oh, for them. He has. He's, uh, He's their starting center well, fielder. He, you know, he had a real slump. He was down into the 240s, 230s, and then, oh, he's just been hot lately. And, yeah, he's their starting center fielder. They like him a lot. And they, they're lucky they got him because Ellsbury can't play anymore. 
And Brent, when do they get rid of Gardner? I think no, this is the last year of his deal, too. It's either this he's, year or next year. Uh, he's, oh, he's, getting, he's not what he he's used to be. He's been here a long time, yeah, man. Yes, yes. He's a good little player. But, well, we uh, would just hope the Yankees can free up some cash to go sign some people. They're going to get Machado. There's, uh, everybody else is, uh, you know, when they make, because they got players to give you they, if they want to do it. Well, what about Joe? What? Yeah, that's right. Did we talk about that again? Today? Yes, we did. Yes, we, we did. brought that up again today. Well, because it came up with the Doogie segment, the scoop. Oh, the Doogie. And, and Doogie you know, thinks to, it's a possibility. No, to Doogie's credit, he said, "You two are idiots. Who's going to pick up the remaining portion <laughs> so, of his contract?" So you mean it's Doogie and Ricey? Yes. Doogie and Ricey. Against Doogie the and Ricey, sportscaster <laughs> idol. I love it. But but Doogie made a good point. You know, Joe is still owed like eleven million dollars for the remainder of the season. No, well, te- that's, Joe's not going anywhere. Right. He's no, going to end it not. here, and then he's going to go. The wife is with baby. Mm-hmm. He's got the twins. He's going to go home, go through the process with mom, and he's done. He's not playing anymore. You think he's done it's it for over. this year? He's done. Okay. He's over. I'll bet you a, a Hoyt's dinner that he plays next year. All right. I'll, write, I'll bet you a shot of plum brandy. <laughs> Sleeve of it. Sleeve of it. Sleeve of it. <laughs> but I'm not drinking mine. I was just going to say, that means I got to do two. <laughs> I'm going to use mine to light on fire. But uh, no, I think Joe's done. I think I, he's. I think he's going to play one more year. I really do. Well, here. Then he's got to go someplace else because you cannot keep him. Because it's not going to be here. Because you got to take big, you got to take Snow and put him at first base. I just hesitate to think that he's going to want to play anywhere else. Yeah, I do too. You know, it just he just doesn't seem like no he he doesn't seem like he wants to go play anywhere else. Like if it's, I I could see him wanting to continue to play if the Twins were going to bring okay, him back. But and, if they're and, not going to bring him back, way, I don't think he would want to play. Okay, let's humor the morning fellas. Yes. Greg right. Bird is healthy now. He's playing first base. Which is a rarity. Yes. But assuming he makes it to the trading deadline and he's still playing, mm-hmm. he's better than Joe Mauer. Yes, yes. Uh, then you have Giancarlo to be your DH some of the time. You got Aaron Judge. You got Joe couldn't start for them. You know what those power hitters need, though? A table setter. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, actually, Joe might have to. Joe might start pulling the ball if he gets to New York and sees that. I was just going to say he could hit those home <laughs> yeah, runs to left field at Yankee sudden, Stadium. No, not yeah, left. He'll hit them to right. He'll have to change his whole approach to hitting. It's it's right field. That's is that where he did the derby? Three sixty-five at the All Star. No, it was in San Francisco. Morneau did Which, the derby at, at Old yes, Yankee Stadium. Worst yeah. place in the world to have a home run derby. San Francisco, San Francisco in the evening when right. the ball carries like a shot put. <laughs> hey, Albert Pujols won it with three. Not only, right, not only is right center further away than even target field, but the mist comes in and the ball goes. Bleh. And that, that's where Ichiro hit his inside the parker in the All Star game. Yes, that's right. right. Yeah, was, he, was, he hit it out into that right. That right center field gap. I love that ballpark. That I love that ballpark. I love the geometry of it. But if I was a hitter, I'd never go there. No, you, know, you can't put up numbers there. It's a. It's amazing. unless you're Barry Bonds. Unless you're Barry Bonds, and you're <laughs> unless you're Barry, and you just stand there, and the umpire makes them throw it in a box about right. the size of a watch box where you buy a new watch and one of those. That's about where you got to throw it to get a strike. If you had to ballpark it right now, Patrick, how many moves do the does this club make before the deadline? 
They are going to make three trades. Okay. They are going to move Dozier. And if somebody blows her, if somebody gives them a real good deal, they'll move Esco. Uh, and they'll, uh, they might move Ryan Presley. There'll be a market for him. Gibby. And Gibson Gibby, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised, Gibby. And and maybe Fernando Rodney, somebody will take him, but you're going to get nothing for Fernando Rodney. You don't no. think so? No. A-baller. Some A-baller. What yeah. about Duke? Lefty. Bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they get into, you know, they those... Some of those are going to be August trades, too. You know, Rodney, sure. you can move him in August. Duke, yeah. you can move him in August. Joe. Uh, you know, yeah, you can move Joe in August. <laughs> teams are lined up. Teams are lined They need first baseman with, uh, what's he got two? He got two. He's got two. Got two. Yep. need first baseman with two. Well, he's been hitting the lead off. Draw, draw hey, I love and... him. I love him. He's a, he's a very good leadoff hitter. He's fine. He's uh, But, uh, you know, there's not a big market for... First baseman with no power. There's just not a big market for them. We'll be back. There's Johnny Hype. Thank you, Patrick. This update is sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Twins opening up their four-game series tonight against Tampa Bay at Target Field. Kyle Gibson goes for the Twins. Lefty Blake Snell goes for the Rays. Uh, your Twins lineup to face Snell, who's having a pretty good season. Maurer leads off at first base. Eddie Rosario hits second in left field. Dozier hitting third at second base. Robbie Grossman hits cleanup, plays right field. Huh? Uh-huh. Getting clean up and playing right field. Trying a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. I guess, huh? Jorge Polanco well, plays. I bet Logan's disappointed he didn't get a chance to face this kid. <laughs> Jorge Polanco. Lefty with good stuff. You know, I'm disappointed in you. I made a prediction the other day, Mr. I, Hyde, I haven't but... read it yet, though, with him here. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jorge Polanco plays shortstop and hits fifth. Uh, Will, uh, Williams Astudio DHs and hits sixth because yeah, Patrick good. said so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Max Kepler hits seventh, plays center field. Uh, Adrianz is at third base, hitting eighth. And Bobby Wilson catches, hits ninth. Esky taking the day off? He is, yes. No Esky in the lineup. Twins announced today they put Logan Morrison on the 10-day disabled list. He's got left hip impingement. Okay. Same thing as we gave... uh, Who... who, Oh, Addison, Addison Reed. Reed. You owe me a dollar. He wins. Yeah. That's, yes. what, that's what he predicted. <laughs> I said, Logan's got a case of Addison Reed. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> uh, Adrianza came off the disabled list to take Morrison's spot on. This means uh, Morrison can't come back till a week from Saturday, right then? Mm-hmm. I think 10 days. Dumb question. Yes. What is an impingement? I actually Here, I'll looked, show you. I looked uh, it up. <laughs> I looked it up. It's when the ball Whoa. of the hip. You know when a... You know when you used to be in an athletic room and a guy'd come up and go like that? <laughs> you know, that's, that's what that was an opinion. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, so when the ball of the hip and the bone, uh, the, the, uh, the bully would come up and go, that was, it. That was an opinion. <laughs> they uh, they uh, come together to cause problems and pain. Uh, okay. He's uh, had a little bit of pain, they said, for about two weeks. I keep thinking we should have video in here that we should be able to watch the show on video, and then I keep thinking we should. You know, yeah. because of so the hand signals that we <laughs> use with one another? Maybe yeah. not, yeah. 
uh, at the website, 1500ESPN.com. Our Derek Wetmore says the Twins and Brewers have reportedly talked about some trades. Uh, the folks are talking about, according to uh, Derek, he says he got this from John Morosi, are Eduardo Escobar and Brian Dozier. The Brewers are focused on those two. Uh, Morosi also notes Milwaukee apparently had discussions with Lance Lynn before he signed here with the Twins. Yeah, aren't they lucky? <laughs> uh, top 10 in local Major League Baseball ratings as of two days ago. The Twins are eighth. Really? What? Yeah, TV ratings. Wow. Yeah, oh, t- really? Uh, St. Louis is number one. Sure. Cleveland, Boston, Milwaukee, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Minneapolis, Seattle, and the Cubs. Does New it's York, angry watching. Does New York still have the cable battles going on there? Uh, They're on, for years, they couldn't get on some of the, you know, Cable outlets out there. They were, You're kidding. Yeah, Don't they have yeah. the largest TV network? Yes. Though? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and, well, they're, the, the broadcasts I've noticed come from different stations all the time mm-hmm. for Yankee Yeah, games. they do have like three different Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. You look and you go, boy, I'd hate to have to follow these listings every night. And uh, they, uh, they, it's a rather large market, so... Uh, you if you're getting if you're getting a six, if you're getting a three, there, that's a lot of people. So what you're saying is the mayor would have a tough time follow along with the Yankee broadcast. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> what channels the nine? Have no chance. He just have to have one TV on the station that it's generally what on. What channel is the damn Yankee game on? <laughs> My favorite was when he was trying to find true TV because I don't think he knew it even existed before. Yeah. That. that was for the basketball mm-hmm. tournament, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. John, I got a note. Yeah. NCAA.com mm-hmm. has sent out a, uh, you know, they're covering volleyball. We're getting ready for the volleyball season to start in August. NCAA women's volleyball, colon, eight potential impact players will be watching this upcoming season. Listing number second, our senior setter, the great Samantha Seliger Swenson, oh. or Triple S, as we call her. Fantastic. <laughs> Very cool. Future Olympian, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So the Gophers, what you're saying is we just reload, we don't uh, rebuild? They're supposed to be really good this year. Uh, Former New York Knicks big man Charles Oakley was arrested in Las Vegas for committing, (laughs) or trying to commit, a fraudulent act in a gaming establishment, according to the Nevada Gaming Control Board. Oakley arrested by Nevada Gaming Control Board enforcement agents at the Cosmopolitan in Vegas, suspected of adding to or reducing his wager on a gambling board after the outcome was known. <laughs> Further yeah, details. That's as bad as you can get in Vegas right there. Further details not available, but TMZ reporting Oakley pulled back a $100 chip after he realized he was going to lose his wager. Mm-hmm. He was booked into the Clark County Detention wow, Center without they took him into jail. Huh? Wow. It's uh, actually a Class B felony. Oof. Convicted, violator subject to a sentence of one to six years in state prison and a fine of no more than $10,000. His attorney said this is not a significant matter. We expect it to be resolved quickly. Somewhere James Dolan is laughing. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gosh, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, and Charles Oakley. They love those casinos, man. Oh, yeah. Oakley is 54 now. I got a hunch that uh, Jordan and Barkley have a little more dough in their pockets so, than yep. Charles. All right, Johnny, thank you. You bet. Serena Williams rolled through the semifinals today uh, against Julia Georges of Germany, 6-2-6-4. She hit five aces with one serve that reached 110 miles an hour during one of the... uh, the, uh, Wow. The uh, 
points that she was not points, but one of the sets she was winning. Uh, she had 16 winners and only seven on unforced errors in one of those sets. She will face Angelique Kerber, who's the 11th seed, the highest seeded player still in the field. Serena was uh, seeded 25th, uh, only because, of course, that she uh, was has just coming back after having a, a baby last fall. But here's my proposition. What is she now? 35? 35? Is 35 she 30? or 36, yeah. Okay. This will be her 10th Wimbledon final. She's 7 out of 9 so far. <laughs> this will be her 30th Grand Slam final. She's 24 out of 29. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Their sister probably beat her once or She's so, 36 once years or old. Sorry. She's 36 years mm-hmm. old. I have no doubt in my mind LeBron James is the best athlete in the world. Okay, mm-hmm. male athlete in the world. For mm-hmm. when you take the size of it and the way he dominates his games, and he's a six foot nine, two hundred and eighty pound beast. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I know that there are. You know, we got soccer fans out there that would try to tell us Ronaldo or somebody like that. But to me, I've been calling LeBron the best athlete in the world for five years. Yep, I think uh, Serena's the best female athlete in the world. The way she dominates her game. In, with power and force and strength. And she apparently today, I didn't get to see it because it was over by the time I realized it was on. And, uh, you know, she was moving great, I guess, today. Uh, well, not to mention how long old. she's been doing it. Well, I, I yeah. was just going to say, when you look at LeBron and Serena both, you just that's look at I'm, the, the, the yeah, level of dominance I for this that's, long. That's what I'm saying. They're doing it, they're doing it in their 30s and her yeah. in her mid-30s. It's uh, it's and and again the size and the power and the the, the strength that she brings to the table, uh, best female athlete in the world, no doubt about it. Yeah, you and know what she, separates she's her too. She's won us over too. Uh, for a while, we were. I I don't know if America was all out on board with her, but uh, certainly you don't think so. Now. Well, because that's what I was going to say was I don't know I many people that don't on, like her. There was I, a, the old man was around and he was yeah. a pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, you're right. He was he early on. Yeah, it was with her and with her and Venus both. It yeah, was, it was uh, yeah, you know but, if, if the old man was making noise and saying oh, they don't appreciate him and stuff like that. I, th- I think that she had to carry that baggage around for a while. Yeah. But now everybody, I think everybody roots for Serena now. I mean, she's yeah. a mom for God's sakes. What they say? There's only I think there was only. Four moms and the thirty-two that were left, or something like that, of the oh. players. There was, a, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a it's it's uncommon. It's pretty tennis. uncommon, yeah. yeah. But uh, she's gonna uh, she'll probably beat Kerber the way she's playing. She came back, she got beat in the first time out or the, in her second match a couple of weeks ago, right? Uh, did one of her tune-ups so. matches? She got beat in her second match, but. Uh, yeah. She gets at Wimbledon and uh, she just that's her tournament, man. Wimbledon oh. is Wimbledon is yeah. her tournament. Yeah, this will be eight, eight out of ten if she uh, if she wins. Her career record is seven hundred and ninety four <laughs> and one thirty two. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's pretty good. And She's the Alabama at, football of and it tennis, started man. What, at seventeen or even younger. Well, ninety nine is when she went pro, right? Well, she won the U.S. Open in ninety nine. I think she was seventeen, seventeen wow. or eighteen when wow. she won it. And so. And they all quit at 23 and 24, most of them. I mean, they, yeah. they, with the money being as big as it is now, a lot of them hang on a lot longer. But it, it is amazing to me that we grew up with women's tennis before she came along and her sister. And 
we expected them to flame out by 22 or 23 to be replaced by the next 17-year-old, right? Right, yeah. And the next 17-year-old gets on a court with her and gets the ball shot through her head, you know, because <laughs> uh, it, it is astounding well, the way they, they've changed the game. And, I mean... And then you look at somebody like Sharapova, who... Remember Sharapova beat yeah. Serena, and I think one of Serena's Wimbledon finals losses was to Sharapova. Mm-hmm. I think her first loss was yes. to Sharapova, and Sharapova was what seventeen, yes. eighteen at the time, and everybody thought, okay, this is going to be it. some the changing and of the guards. Serena has owned her like yeah. ever since. Well, you you know, a kid like Caroline Wozniacki, she actually got the number one at one time because mm-hmm. I don't know if Serena was or hit hurt or taking some time off. But she plays old-time women's tennis. She goes out there and, you know, hits the ball back and hopes she's going to follow you a lot with and, you, yeah. And, and this, this gal, her plan, it, hers, it's like Alabama playing Coastal Carolina, you know, <laughs> when, uh, you know when she plays. But she is a, uh, just an amazing athlete. She just and, gets you uh, off balance with that big serve, man, and mm-hmm. you're in trouble. And she did say today... Uh, uh, she had a good, uh, uh, she said today, I like this quote, whatever happens, honestly, it's an incredible effort from me. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and I, I'm glad to see her not uh, hiding from that, but her and LeBron, I, uh, I think she's LeBron's partner is the greatest male and female athletes in the world, in my opinion. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick? Well, I think the fans just appreciated the way that I went about things, uh, Joe. You know, I've uh, always tried to play the game and and do things the right way. It's going to be all right. Curry Puck is going to be all right. Don't worry about me. I'll show up. And I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have a smile on my face. The only thing is I won't have this uniform on. 22 years ago today, uh, Kirby, I think we all knew it was coming, but he called it quits on uh, July 12, 1996. He had to retire because he basically had gone blind in his right eye. They tried some radical procedures to uh, get the vision back. But that morning he woke up at the end of March, and with a dot in front of his eye, his vision was pretty well gone then. Uh, There was not much they could do to save him. They went to, uh, they sent him to, I know Ron Shapiro, who was his agent, sent him to some of the best uh, eye doctors in the world, and uh, it could not be saved. Is there technology, uh, you think, today that would have been able to save him? Or? I have no idea, okay. but uh, I don't know. It was it was bad glaucoma that he'd probably had for quite some while. I'm not sure how much testing baseball did back then. That's I, what they, I was they wondering, gave you, yeah. They gave you a vision test, but whether they looked in there and saw whether you were having glaucoma or anything. Anyway, uh, Puck uh, uh, was uh, did not turn out to be okay. He did get into the Hall of Fame, of course, uh, uh, four years later, five years later. When and he, he was tearing the cover off the ball in that oh, spring. Oh, that spring, he was unbelievable. Well, look up Nobby and Molitor. Yeah. Molitor had 239 hits and <laughs> Knobloch. Knobloch's. OPS was, what, 800 or something. Because I remember the year before, before he got hit in the face by Dennis Martinez, yeah. that he was 
like post All Star break, I mean, Kirby was yeah. hitting like almost 400. Well, and he actually had done something unique in his last several years. He'd gotten in pretty good shape. <laughs> he was uh, that's he had worked hard that uh, off season with yeah. uh, Bob Rohde over at the university, and he'd gotten he'd lost some he'd lost a little weight. What I remember about that spring, I swear it was that spring. They were playing Cleveland. Cleveland had, was in Winter Haven before they moved out to Arizona. They, they'd moved into the Red Sox old complex. And they were opening the exhibition season against the Twins. And Kirby was leading off, and it rained. And the game was delayed, like 45 minutes or something. It was just a, one of those quick Florida showers, but it took them a while to get it ready. And Kirby started with a routine ground ball. The shirts down and beat it out. First exhibition game of the year, The you know, the best, one of the, three or four best players in the league mm. hit a hit a four hopper a shortstop but the guy kind of went in the hole a little bit to get it and, and, he, and he beat it out i remember that and i <laughs> i remember writing about that saying that's the one thing about that son of a gun is you never had to convince him to run hard the first no base, you did you not because yeah, a he thought there's a chance to get there and b he thought there's a chance to get a base hit and he liked that <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize ten All Star games. He had ten All Star wow. games. Twelve and, years, uh, right? Yeah, and he uh, led the league in hits in eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine. Ended up with twenty three hundred hits. Uh, he would have played. He was thirty five, thirty six. He would have played four, four more years for sure, maybe five. And he would end up thirty one hundred, something like that. The he thing I love about it too is, I mean, you you couldn't throw it anywhere. He was a great bad ball hitter, just as much as he was. You oh, know, yeah. yeah. I he, love uh, I love the quote from Herbeck. I'd go up there, and the catcher would be shaking his head. How the hell did he hit that? <laughs> well, I used to always say to him, okay, Puck, I've seen you hit a golf ball. You, They can throw you a baseball over your head on the out, and, you know, on the inside corner, and you can hit it to the right field corner somehow <laughs> like this. Right. You can put a golf ball there, and you... If you hit it, it's a miracle, <laughs> and where it goes, nobody knows. I think it was a patience thing. Sure. It? He's not yeah. a patient man. He was never a patient man. And, of course, uh, when the bad stuff came off, it, that to me that ended up killing him because he was a very proud and sensitive guy. And the fact when he lost his image to some degree, yeah. uh, he put on all that weight and ended up having the, and dying way too young in uh, 2006. Uh, Kirby Puckett, uh, we lost him today as a ball player uh, 22 years ago and just missed the BS in the clubhouse as much as anything.